0: You know the vibes. Welcome back to another week of the Hoop Genius Podcast presented by NBA 2K23. We'll see BJ Armstrong rocking out as usual. BJ, it's been an eventful weekend
1: around the mm. NBA. What's happened, Mo? Has anything happened? I, I'm not aware of. Well, there's a lot of things and we're
0: going to dive into all of them. The first thing that happened is um, a franchise that claims to be one of the greatest franchises of all time. They call themselves a storied, historic franchise. They won their first game of the season after five attempts, and they celebrated as if they had just won a championship, which Who I found Who might quiet. that be, Mo? Who might their that Los be? Los you... Angeles Fakers, I mean, Lakers, won their first game of the season, and they may as well have had a victory parade around town afterwards, because the way they celebrated—wow! Congratulations to them. I'm
1: happy for them. They should celebrate more. That's Darvin Ham's first win as a head coach. Come on! Yes, yes, monumental. Have, have, have some empathy. empathy. I know, I know, I know.
0: They should celebrate, Coach Ham. We, we don't know how many more wins doing. they're going to get,
1: so they make no. make the most of all of them. It's all about Coach Ham right now. It's all about
0: Coach Ham. Yeah, shout to the coach. The team shouldn't be celebrating, though. They should be ashamed. Anyway, speaking of being ashamed, this is a horrible segue. Speaking of being ashamed, Josh Primo should be ashamed as he was waived by the San Antonio Spurs. I'm not touching that one. (laughs) That was the worst segue of all time. Anyway, Josh Primo, we're not going to talk about what he did. If you want to know what he did, go on Google and type in his name. Anyway, promising player, Cut by the San Antonio Spurs. I believe he was the youngest player in last year's draft. He went unclaimed on waivers. I want to know which desperate team is going to be the first to sign him. Do you have any guesses? What?
1: Why do they have to be desperate?
0: Um, because Terrifying. people people who do what he did should be arrested, not
1: signed to other NBA rosters. This may be the longest BJ Armstrong pause in the history of the
0: podcast.
1: <laughs> you, you didn't hear me. I'm not pausing. I said, I'm not touching it. And
0: you, you know, I
1: said that. You, you know, I'm I, saying
0: uh, if a team signs him, they're desperate. He should be no. signed. No, that's outrageous. What he did, he should go and get help. He should go and get the help he needs to get back into a good place where he doesn't do what he did again. That's all I'm going to say on it. Okay. Sending uh, positivity to all the people affected by his actions. But anyway, more segues for you, BJ. Whilst his crimes are being investigated, the crimes of the Philadelphia 76ers were also investigated, and the NBA has stocked them two second round picks for their free agency tampering of PJ Tucker and Daniel House. Are we going to talk about this one, or are you seeing this one out too? Sure, 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 sure. Now, this isn't the first time we've seen this. Um, the NBA has previously taken a second-round pick away from Miami for their mm-hmm. free agency. Was it for Carl Lowry?
1: Um, um, I think so. Last I think year. For
0: um, so it's not the first time it's happened, but they only lost one, and Philly have been... Um, Philly have um, lost their second-round picks as well. Sorry, i was just double-check in. It was um, not just the Miami Heat last season. The Bucks were forced to forfeit a second round pick for an illegal sign and trade with the Kings for Bogdan Bogdanovich. How interesting that would have been because that would have changed the whole dynamic of their team. Who knows if they would have gone on to win the 2021 NBA Championship? And um, same way, if they had signed Bogdanovich, how would they have done last year as well? Um, but the Heat also engaged in some shenanigans to do with Mr. Carl Lowry last season. Wasn't the bull, the Bulls were this happened to the Bulls as well, right? This, didn't this happen to the Bulls? Um off the top of my head I can't remember. With LaMelo, didn't something happen with LaMelo? LaMelo Bull. I don't think so because that I mean Lonzo, more.
1: sorry, with Lonzo, with Oh the Lonzo yeah, player.
0: they investigated that, but then they didn't uh have any sort yeah, of Yeah, I think they did. I
1: think they do. Did they? Yeah,
0: I think they did. Yeah. Oh, no, they did. I'm wrong. The Chicago Bulls lost their second round draft pick due to a tampering violation um, due to the sign and trade. That's why that one was a little bit mm-hmm. different. So that was mm-hmm. a sign and trade going on over there. Um, so it's interesting to me. The Sixers have lost 2023 and 2024 second round picks and the New York Knicks are still under investigation for their signing of Jalen Brunson because of course the New York Knicks hiring his father last season had nothing to do with his son joining them in the offseason, And there's absolutely no rumors about Jalen Brunson signing with the Knicks before the season ended. It came out of nowhere and it shocked us all. Or not. Anyway, what do you mean? The, uh, the Sixers losing their two second round picks. The fair punishment for the crime.
1: Well, you know I I've, I've been in this business way too long and a lot of things happen and the bigger question is how do you police this? I mean I I don't I don't know how you're going to police this. How are you going to stop this? And I I just don't know. And 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 you can't tell me there aren't, you know, whether it's by accident, coincidence, luck, it's impossible to build a team and just go to free agency and then all of a sudden say, okay, this is who we want and we're going to call them at 1201 or whatever this may be. Mm -hmm. So I, I think the rule, I think the way it's currently done is a little outdated. And I think when I say we, I think we have to put in some type of common sense into this equation here to say, you know, people are going to try to build their teams, players are going to talk, players are going to talk to one another. If you're talking about the future, you're, you you know, I don't know another place where you can't discuss <laughs> openly how something would work, you know, for your, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, it's,
0: it's gonna. The players are all friends with each other. They're gonna talk regardless. If a team wants to get a message to another player, that's gonna happen. Look at how right. the Miami Heat big three came together after the Olympics. All of those guys I, together. I, I,
1: you know, I don't know what's the big deal. Like, listen, I don't
0: think it's a problem.
1: I don't think it's a problem either. But what what do I know? I, I think more. I, I think the problem is you know, once a player decides to leave, there's nothing you can do. If, you know, you know you're always excited to get that player, but I I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if there's a way to police that.
0: Okay. Well, speaking of police, I think that a lot of people in Los Angeles need to be arrested right now because not only do the Lakers Four. absolutely stink, they need to be arrested for stinking because the Lakers, one and five, stink. But surprisingly... Or maybe not surprisingly, the Clippers are on a four-game losing streak, stinking up the place. Uh, let's
1: let's talk about these Clippers.
0: But, uh, but this is more serious now. Kawhi Leonard already missing action. It's going to be six games in total that he misses before he can return. And that's if he does return. How worried are you about these Clippers?
1: Well, I'm not going to use the word worried, but I am very, very, very concerned. Back-to-back so, losses so, uh,
0: against the OKC Thunder.
1: You see, I'm very concerned with this team. I'm very concerned with this group. How come? Well, their, their best player, Kawhi, now... Mo, I don't know what to say. When he plays, he's absolutely sensational. However, Mo, it's impossible to... Build a team around your best player who never plays or practices. Yes. Okay. Now, I'm getting to the facts here. We're not not talking about when he does play. We're talking about it's impossible to build a team around any player who doesn't play in the games and who doesn't practice. Well, you can't win if you don't play. You you can't win. You can't build any cohesiveness among the group. No chemistry, no timing. It's impossible. Substitutions, rotations, You can't. So, I'm at a point Mo where I've kind of come to the conclusion that he just can't play anymore. Wow! Like that's all I, I've done. Come well, he, he, Mo. His body. You know, first it was his quad, right? It was, it was mm-hmm. his quad, and then ACL, ACL, and it, 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 something is going on here. You know, everyone's telling me he's working out and he's getting ready. But at some point, you have to play. You, mm-hmm. th- you have to play. Like, the load management and all of that stuff, like, I get it. It sounds good in theory. Load management sounds great in theory. It really does. However, there's, it's impossible. It doesn't work in real life. You can't load manage and get better. There's no way to get better other than practicing and planning. I I think, well, I think it's tricky because
0: load management. What's tricky about it? Because load management, Kawhi did a whole lot of load management the year he won a championship with the Raptors. Okay. Okay. But the Uh, difference uh, is uh, this. The Raptors were already a squad that had been together for a long time. The changes that were made was simply swapping out DeRozan for Kawhi Leonard, and well, they're talking well, about JV for Marcus Gasol, who's a more experienced player anyway. Well, here's, so he no, just got, here's he, the difference. So, no, so he, he got dropped into that Toronto team that all the pieces were already gelled together and he was the cherry on the top of the cake. Whereas this Clippers team is basically brand new. They've never really had a serious run, all healthy,
1: all together at the same time. That's one way to look at it. I'm going to state what I saw. JV for Marcus, oh no, Marcus, no, no, you're not selling me on that one, okay? Serge Ibaka was absolutely—he was just sensational in that run. That's the first thing. Second, Marcus was good as well. Okay, I, I'm just telling you what I saw. You okay. might have saw something else different. I'm just telling you what I saw. Mm-hmm. Second thing. That team was not built around. Kawhi Leonard and Kawhi, they, they weren't committed to him other than that one year. That's yeah. the difference. Now you've built your entire organization around a player. And that is always predicated on performance. they have They've built the team around him first. And then Paul George. They've committed to him. They've committed to the organization. They've done everything that they need to do other than the one thing that they've committed to first which is Kawhi Leonard you have to play well and, and, and I'm not doubting that he's not hurt I'm not listen sometime injuries are part of the game I have no doubt that he's hurt however it's time to say this is where his body is at like he's not going to he's not getting any younger mm-hmm. it's not going to get any better Mm-hmm. So how are we going to build a team around a player when he plays? He's a top 10 player in this league. No, no doubt about he's it.
0: played two games so far this season. Come off the bench in both of those. He's averaged 12, 12.5 points, six and a half rebounds in 20 minutes per game that he's played. Both appearances coming off the bench so far for the Clippers this season. So even with that, I
1: don't know if he is still the Kawhi Leonard we saw in 2019. No, that, that that's that's my point. When he plays, when he plays starter minutes, thirty-five plus minutes, he is terrific. You're not gonna get him playing in twenty minutes as if he's a top twenty, a top ten player in this league. That's not enough time to affect the game. So if he's only gonna play twenty minutes in thirty games or thirty-five games, then let's move on from building a team around him let's move on from that and then go accordingly but if we're going to if we're going to build a team around him if we're going to pay him as if he's the best player on the team one of the top players in the league then what we're seeing here is that's impossible because mm-hmm. that's not going to work it's impossible like when he plays i have no problem it's it's not like he's not effective. Ooh, he hasn't
0: just he hasn't played this season properly. He hasn't played the whole of last season, that, and then he ended the previous season injured in the Western Conference semifinal against it's, the Utah. Or the he Conference. hasn't
1: yeah. looked the same since you know they won there in 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 Toronto. If you ask me, mm-hmm. and you keep waiting on it, but it seems like it's getting worse from year to year. I mean, hopefully, Mo, this is something that they're just managing, right? And mm-hmm. maybe this was the part of the plan, but certainly right now, I'm concerned. I'm very. What concerned What would you with him do if you were the
0: Clippers right now?
1: There's nothing you can do. It's everything's been committed. What can you do? You have to hope that he plays. That's all you can do right now. Well, what are you gonna do?
0: It's time for Mr. Paul George to step up and become the leader of that team. It seems to be the only option that you've got. And this is the beauty of trading your whole future for Paul George. In case this something is, happens to Kawhi, go you've you, got him. You there. hope
1: he plays. You yeah. know. Listen, you hope that Kawhi Leonard because it doesn't matter if Kawhi Leonard doesn't perform, they have no chance. Mm-hmm. If Paul George averages forty a night, it doesn't matter. You're going to need Kawhi Leonard if you're going to win this whole thing. Yeah. And right now, they have a roster with that idea in mind. So if Kawhi, if Paul George comes out and wins MVP this year, there's they, it's you still need Kawhi Leonard. That's yeah. it. So, you well, know, I'm not putting that on Kawhi Leonard. You do I mean, need,
0: on uh, Paul George. You do need Kawhi Leonard. Um, you need both of them, in fact. And the reason why you need both of them is because the Western Conference is actually very strong. And both of them together had to join forces to take down a 21-year-old Luka Doncic, who is dropping game winners all over them, not just once, but in two seasons in a row in the playoffs. Uh, but speaking of Luka Doncic, he's become the first player to score 30 plus points in each of the first six games of the season since. Do you know who is the last player to score over 30 points uh, in the first six games? Jordan. Kobe. Yes.
1: Jordan. Okay.
0: First player since 86, a young Jordan as well. So, um,
1: you know, Luke That's, is a, that's nice. a lot of points. That's a, yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. Of, that's, that's too many points. It's too many points you know it's that's hard to do it's hard to play it's hard for the other guys to get some chemistry i mean i know that it's great stats and great individual accolades and you know give luca credit but that's just too much especially in today's game the way way you play you know you you gotta get that ball you gotta get it you gotta it has to be a a, a, it has to be a balance into how you play mm -hmm. it has to be a balance and right now, watching, you know, I saw them lose the other night too. Was it OKC? Is that what they lost to the other night? The
0: Clippers or the Mavs?
1: The Mavs. The Mavs. I think they lost to OKC.
0: OKC, but on a nice little run. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, I think they. I think they lost to OKC. Yep. And those those are those games concern me because Luka played.
0: Yep, and they're always and, close until the very end, like the Pelicans came on yeah, the weekend. Yeah,
1: it, 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 it just it's just you can't win that way with him. I get it. He's that good. I get it. It's the seduction of giving him the ball because he's that good. However, with that talent becomes a responsibility where he, or has got to figure out how to put the balance into the game. Mm -hmm. If they're going to, because he can, he can play this way and they can still win 45, 50 games. No doubt about it. He'll win his fair share of games. He's that good. Mm -hmm. However, if he can, when you start seeing talents like that lose to teams that we know are trying to tank, mm-hmm. we I know mean, what OKC. I, I, I doing.
0: mean, I mean, we have to give some credit though. Three and zero this week. Shalhoub Alexander averaging thirty something a game over those Loses. three wins. Shy in OKC. Mm-hmm. SGA. He's been playing really well. Lou Dort's been locking up on defense you got to give them some credit. Like as much as the organization wants to lose, the players still go out there and say, well, we don't want to lose.
1: We're going to give them credit. But I think when you look at the roster, I'm looking at the team. Okay. Shea gets 30, Luca gets 30. We should be able to, our team should be better than their team. Yes. (laughs) That's all I'm saying. Uh, That's all I'm saying. Mo, I'm not saying the stats. You get thirty. Dominique gets thirty. Jordan gets thirty. Okay. Well, give some responsibility to. That's why they call it a team.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, Isaiah Jordan's been it looking nice since they picked him up in OKC. Okay. Now, if you're telling well, me Luke Dork is the is the second option on a championship quality team, let us talk about this.
0: Say were a championship quality
1: team. I well, just that's what, what I'm nice saying. What, what what I'm saying is we got we 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 have a team that made it to the conference finals. Mm-hmm. They should be able to figure out if they're serious how to beat a team like that. Mm -hmm. Just the same way I'm saying, okay, Clippers, I'm not disrespecting OKC. The Clippers should be able to figure out with that roster. We are, well, at least I said it. I don't know how many other people said it. I think the Clippers are the deepest team in the the league. Everyone was talking about their depth. Everyone. They, 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 everyone's talking about it, the, the, the owners and the, the media and the players. We're here to win a championship, da-da-da, and then they lose back-to-back games in OKC. Well, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Well, what, what's happening here?
0: Well, I mean, a lot of the players were out for those games, but that's the whole point of having a deep squad. Um, I think the thing this season is that there's not really any games that you can just look on the schedule and say that's a guaranteed win. Even when you're looking at teams like the Orlando Magic, they're going to come out, they're going to play hard, their guys are going to step up. Bobo is going to put a smile on BJ's face. Same with the Pistons. They're not a guaranteed win against them. Same with the Pacers. You know, like the Nets tonight almost threw away a 24 point lead and they managed to hold on at the very end to win. But I want to talk about your Pistons because their newly acquired Bojan Bogdanovic agreed to a two year, $39 million extension. I wanted to get mm. your take on that.
1: I thought that was very good. That, that was very well done by the Pistons. And if I'm not mistaken, the way I read it was first year is fully guaranteed. The second year, partial guarantee for the player of that caliber. That, that's that's a great contract for the Pistons. Great contract for uh, Bogdanovich at his age. Well, I think he was looking for a longer term contract. But uh, you're not going to complain about uh, that for two no, years. No, I mean, no, he's, oh, he's, he's 30, ha- 34 years old. I mean, he's 34. I mean, is he 34? He's 34. Oh, yeah, he's turning 30, yeah, 34. 34 30 this season. But, but like, yeah, he's, he's, he's
0: putting up 23 points a game this season. And his floor space is vital to guys like Ivy and Cade attacking him on the inside.
1: Well, we're talking about four or five games. What do you mean? <laughs> what Did, you mean? You say he's put up 23, 23 this season. We've only played like four or five games. And in those four or five games, uh, he's okay. put up 23. Let me, let's, get a, let's get about 50, 60 games under a bill. Uh, okay. You know what I mean? Now, are, up there 23.
0: Are, there are certain teams out there who would love for just five games to have a guy that can shoot 50% from the field Mo, from three and put up 23 hey, games. Hey, There's certain teams out a there lot who of need players. that.
1: There's been a lot of players who've put up 20 points in a week. Okay. I'm not taking anything away. Yeah. You know, that's it's nice. That's great. However, he's 34 and that, that was a nice deal. That's a nice deal for everyone involved. Nice deal for him. Congrats. Nice deal for the Pistons. And you know what? The Pistons next year, next, you know, next summer in free agency, they're going to be, they're going to have one of the most money in free agency. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's, it's a good deal. I mean, that. The Pistons are set up nice. Now they just have to go out there and show improvement and they got to play. So I think Boy Bodanovich will have a chance to go out there and prove his value with his leadership, his professionalism, and the consistency in which he plays. I mean, he's a true professional in every sense of the word. Mm-hmm. Put it like this. I think every championship caliber team would love to have him on their team. Yeah, that's how highly I regard. That's how high I regard him. He's a pro's pro now. Mm -hmm. And I think the Pistons did a good job by rewarding that, knowing that they need players like that to help their young guys. So I think the biggest mistake that we make as executives. In this league is. Adding veterans, but then they don't play. Mm -hmm. Okay, here's a little dark secret in the NBA. I haven't met a veteran yet who's trying to mentor a young guy to take his position <laughs> okay it sounds right. good <laughs> it, 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 it sounds good udonis has to may be the only exception it's not udonis that's a championship team so when you have a championship caliber team no coach wants to do the following the, the coach knows he's only going to play eight eight guys max the mm-hmm. Five starters are going to play 30 plus minutes. And then that means that the other guys there's 18 other minutes to play and in, in, in divide up. Okay. Your mm-hmm. best player is going to play 35 to 40 minutes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So now you're talking at eight minutes, eight to yeah. 10 minutes where a guy's going to play. All right. Here's what a head coach doesn't want. He doesn't want the guy nine, 10, 11, 12, sitting at the end of the bench, complaining about not getting in the game. Yeah. Okay. Let's just be, if we're going to be honest, let's be honest. Let's talk about roster construction. You don't want to coach a team where the 11th and 12th guy is complaining in your office every day, talking about coach when I'm going to get in. Udonis Haslam fits what they're trying to do there. Why? Because they need someone who's going to hold everyone accountable. Check. You need a pros pro check and I don't need to worry about playing time because my rotation is already set. When you're on a good team, you're not coming to training camp to earn a, to earn a a spot. The -hmm. rotations are already set. You're coming there to get some, get get your conditioning ready to make a championship caliber run. Mm -hmm. Now when you're on a young team and if you got Udonis Haslam on a young team, that role doesn't fit what he brings at this stage of his career. Mm-hmm. But it, what it does fit is if you if a young Udonis Hassam is able to play, and he's able to play and perform, right? Talking about it in the locker room and doing it in the on the floor is two different things. Yeah, and that's where Boyan I think is very valuable to this team is mm-hmm. because he can still play.
0: Yeah, he's a you, pro. He can average uh, twenty three points uh, in two weeks.
1: In a week, yeah. Let's mm-hmm. see. have some good minutes games, the other night.
0: You know, I was watching the game the other night, B.J. I was watching the Heat versus the Kings. It's always questionable when you tune in to watch the Kings. Anyway, I've seen Rodonis them taking jump shots. In the game, not in the warm-ups. Yeah. In the game, I've seen uh, Sabonis steamroll him and knock him to the floor. I go, come on, man. I'm going to go get some food or something because this is getting crazy. But that was an eventful weekend around the NBA. And um, before BJ starts making his Detroit Championship aspirations, well-known. We're going to have to end the show there for today. We'll be back tomorrow with more doing what we do so make sure you give it a review leave a rating make sure you subscribe to the show whether it's youtube spotify apple wherever you're at stay rocking with us we ain't going nowhere we're here all season long you're listening to the hoop genius podcast presented by nba 2823 and until next time do you know what you need to do you know if you just get a little piece of trash to throw it in, in the rubbish bin in, into the trash can and it goes in celebrate celebrate like you won a championship because this week is all about celebrating the small wins in your life. Pour an ice bucket over someone's head. Celebrate. Even if it's just a really small win. you got to treat everything like it's a championship. Most importantly, get buckets.